Hey there, my name is Denise Lee and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to help set you up for success. That is why today we're going to be talking about how to create a website that sells. We're not going to waste our time anymore and just kind of put stuff on the wall that looks good and sounds good but doesn't convert. No, 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 no. You're smarter than that. And that is why you're going to be listening to this episode in its entirety because I have lots of tips to share with you. So stick with me and get ready to hear some great information coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. But before we dive into today's content, I have a request for those of you who are just listening for the first time, or heck, you've been listening to two, five, or... (coughs) even 10 more times and you haven't subscribed, go ahead and hit the subscribe button to wherever you're listening. So that way, as soon as I release an episode, you'll be able to listen to it immediately wherever you get your podcast. And I want to send a send out a special shout out for those of you who have left me a review wherever you're listening. Thank you so much. Your reviews help, but it also helps other people to be able to find these podcasts so they can also benefit. And Sharon is caring. If you know someone who enjoys or is in the need of help improving their business or just learning about the nuts and bolts of running an online business and they're introverted, bonus, go ahead and share this podcast with them. I know they're going to greatly appreciate it. That being said, let's get into today's episode. So, you know, I have... I've, I've made a lot of websites in the past, some good, some not so good. <clears throat> but one of the things that I wish that I did was I had a kind of like a roadmap for creating my website. And so this episode is going to be more about kind of the methodology behind making a website where I'm not going to necessarily say, okay, it has to have on your main page and your about page and your services. Like I'm let's let's dig a little bit deeper behind that and let's talk about how we can find ways to monetize it and how we can make sure that from the time it's running, people are going to be naturally organically finding your website and you don't have to spend tons of money on advertisements on social media or wherever you feel like the best way to reach your tribe is. So This is kind of one of the things that I wish I knew a long time ago, and I'm going to hand it to you on a silver powder for you. You're welcome. Okay. But if you haven't done so, go ahead and visit me on denisegelee.com where I have more resources to help you make sure that you're making the best use of your time and your energy and your money. So this is just a snippet of some of the things that I share. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't done so already. All right, let's get into it. Now, one of the things that I wish, I really, really wish, was that as I made my page, was that I had kind of like a skeleton about what I wanted my website to do, what I didn't want to do, and who I wanted to reach. So we're going to go into several categories. Um, I'm going to, I may go over a little too fast, so that's why, thank God for the request rewind button so you'll be able to listen to this again in case you're like oh I I missed that part Denise well don't worry hit pause hit rewind and that makes sure that you can be able to listen to it into detail in case it flew over your head too fast okay one 
I'm going to just go through the whole thing over and then I'm going to dive into each category in, in, in detail. So we're going to be talking about your about page, who you want to reach, your audience, your tribe, how people are going to contact you, your market, and finally how to monetize. But I'm going to be spending a lot more time about kind of the psychology behind why it's so important to have a really good target market market. So really, if there's anything else, I really want you to really put your, 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 your full attention on it as the section where I'm going to be talking about your market. Okay. So you're about, let's get into it. Your blog name. Now there's a lot of different ways you can make your blog name. And I would highly encourage you to just have a full list. Just a full list of possibilities. Don't be necessarily, um, in love with one thing. Now, personally, I, I've had many websites in the past that were just full of different business names. I think about Victor Novus, think about Pinpoint Training Service, um, and then now I'm just settling on my name. My my brand is DeniseGLee.com. Now, I chose it because I'm as I want to grow my business as my personal brand that represents me, my, my who I am in my entirety, um, because I don't know where I'm going to evolve and grow as a business owner, but I wanted everyone to know that this is kind of my central hub of who I am and what I can do. Now, for you, it could be a different, it can come and come different ways. You could do like results. Like I've, I think about um, some, some other websites that I know, like Hello Happen and other places like they, and I think about my another website that I have, CreedanceSella.com. There is the whole purpose of a blog name is because people are searching for information. Think of it as a giant search engine, like online, and people are coming for different needs. Some people are seeking pleasure, like you know, HelloTasty.com, or some people are searching for pain relief, hence PainRelief.com. Some people are searching for um, different ideas, like hellointspired.com. For you, you have to really honestly think about yourself to yourself about, okay, really, are people looking for me as the brand? Are people looking for a solution? Are people looking for a certain idea or, or, or inspiration? And so your blog name has to really reflect what that end, ga- end goal that you know that your tribe, your, your ideal customer is looking for. I I highly encourage that if you're going to do your your blog name after your name, you need to have a description either um, in obviously on the front of your web page, but also um, in your SEO description about um, your who you are. Like for example, I say Denise, I'm Denise Lee. I'm a coach for successful entrepreneurs who are introverted right? Like you have to have a very short and succinct way of letting people know, okay, you arrived at the right place. This is not a fluke. You belong here. Now, for those of you um, who are personal brand, I want you to make sure that you have either a mission statement, a motto or slogan that people really automatically associate with you. So for me, my, my solution is, you know, big solutions for your small business, right? Where I pride on trying to find low or sometimes free cost um, solutions to help you grow your brand. But for you, you might want to decide, okay, my, my model, my solution is um, short on time, you know, but with 
grand idea. It's like think about exactly really like an essence what you want people to to feel about your brand. I remember I was thinking about another personal uh, a life coach, personal brand. She was a life coach and she was like I'm helping you live your life gracefully and simply. Right? Think about exactly that end goal cuz think about this. Most people are they're in island A, right? And they're trying to get to island B. And your motto is basically showing them in a very short nutshell, like how you're able to help them transition from where they are to where they want to be. And then lastly, on your about page, you need to be sharing your story. Now, your story is not about, oh, when I was in fifth grade, you know, I tripped and fell and, you know, I got embarrassed because all the kids pointed and laughed at me and I felt so embarrassed and that that's the reason why I became a coach because I felt that pain inside since that fifth grade experience and I don't want other people to, you know, trap that pain in their lives. Like, listen, okay, everyone's had, you know, bad experiences. Your story is about linking about your purpose of being a business owner, being a blog owner, being um, a video blogger, whatever you are, your story has to really connect to the pain points and the needs and the wants and the desires of your ideal client or customer. It's not just a simple story or biography your whole life. Make sure that as you write out your story or you draft out your story, you have to kind of think about, yes, the chronology about like where you were to where you are now, but more importantly about how someone at each stage in your journey could personally relate to you. One of the things that I think about um, a coach that I, I worked with that I could just so relate with is that before she became a coach, she was a freelance marketer for many years. And while I was not a freelance marketer myself, I understand that position of transitioning from one thing and then applying the skills that you learn from one thing to another. Because as I transitioned myself from working as a project manager in the federal government, I understood about, yeah, it's not exactly the same, but it is a process and it takes years to kind of like get your groove in and figure out exactly who you are and how you want to sell and who you want to sell to. So for me, that really made a huge impact to read about the story about before I hired her as my coach and learn about her story. You've got an important story too. What made you decide to become a solopreneur or entrepreneur? Uh, What made you decide that you wanted to share your gift to the world and Ask for compensation. This is not a charity. You want to make sure that people have the clear idea that you were willing to take some risks to become an entrepreneur, that you didn't want to just have this as a hobby or an idea that kind of floated in the back of your mind. You wanted to make a huge difference in the world. And that's why it's so important as you share your story, you share your story with purpose, that you're able to make sure that other people understand the depth about like your struggles and your setbacks and you know what you've learned and how you're no really any different than they are, that you're just but you got tools that you can share to other persons so they can benefit and they don't have to suffer the same way you can. I think if there's any main idea that I just want to share with you is that, and this is especially true for consultants and personal brands and coaches, is that you want to make sure that people understand like they don't have to suffer any longer. They don't have to struggle anymore because you have that solution. You be that solution as you share your story. Okay, 
your tribe. This is this is where you really need to sit down and like think deeply about who you are. Because look, if you're trying to sell to everybody, you're selling to nobody. So you have to go laser focused about who you want to help and why you want to help them. This is where you talk about like your ideal audience, right? You talk about like, what do they look like? I'm not talking about what they look like physically. I'm talking about their spending habits. I'm talking about where they live, what language do they speak? Are they married? Are they single? Do they have kids? Do they have pets? Do they, are they, are they rich? Are they poor? Are they middle-class? And while I'm at it, I want to explain something too about a lot of people say, well, I want to only target people who have money. No, 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 no. You want to target people who have a desperate need for your service or your product. Trust and believe that people of all, um, 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 modes of income, the amount of money, like all, like whether or not they're making $50,000 a year or $500,000 a year, they, we all have basic needs that we need, right? And the perfect example, I think about websites, for example, I have seen Wix, the basic Wix websites for that were made for only $150. I have seen 15,000 plus dollar website with all the bells and whistles that come along for the right. There is a market for everybody, whether or not they can afford something that's high end or low end. Your job isn't to decide who can afford me. Your job is to make sure that you are attracting one specific person that you would love to work with and then let the chips fall where they are. Of course, yeah, we want to make sure that we can make a lot of money. And a lot of people don't realize that you can make a lot of money selling low-end products. And a perfect example is think about Walmart. They're the number one retailer in the world for very good reason. They're selling low, cheap end things to the masses and the masses can afford it and the masses will keep coming back, okay? No matter how much we all complain about it's all cheap crap from China, the reality is a lot of us need that cheap crap from China, okay? We all need to get things that are affordable and that we can, durable goods, things that we have, we can we can use in the future. Now take that same mindset and think about your business. What are things that people need to come back again and again and again and again to get more information or get more resources, to get more help? Start thinking about just appealing to people in a way that's affordable and it's reasonable and it's practical, okay? And I'm tr- telling you that is definitely going to be a game changer for you, all right? As you think about your tribe and talk as well start thinking about topics that make a lot of sense to share with your ideal customer like for me one of the things that I've realized that with a lot of my new clients is that organization productivity time management boundaries especially emotional boundaries between uh, prospective clients you know and vendors Those are the things that I want to hone on and focus on more in the future because I'm seeing more of a need because in the era of COVID and people are just feeling anxious and people are just feeling stressed, we are just trying to feel more, a sense of calmness and a sense of organization. My question to you is, what are your ideal clients looking for? What keeps them up at night? What gives them frustration? What are they dying 
to find out that they can't find anywhere else. You need to be that subject matter expert. You need to be that person that is able to provide them the resources they need to succeed. Okay, contact. Before you make your website, you really need to sit and think about how you want people to contact you or where to kind of extend your tentacles as it is on the online sphere, right? Now, a lot of people think like they need to set set up social media links across all the platforms, right? Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Reddit, you know, Quora. I mean, the list goes on and on. But I have a question for you. Where do you like to spend your time online? Where do you like to be? Now, for a lot of women, they tend to say, well, I'm going to be on Instagram. Well, Instagram is not for everybody. Yeah, I'm on Instagram too, but if you really want to know where I'm active, I'm on Twitter because where I shine is is written, right? I'm not really a picture. I'm not one of those kind of like woo-woo ladies that, you know, has that picture of me smiling and this long like 500 word count caption, right? With, with, you know, with 10 captions, I'm sorry, no, 10 captions, with 10 hashtags, you know, like that's just not me, but that may be you, right? And if you like that, rock the heck out of it. If you like text, join me on, on Twitter on, or on LinkedIn. Like what I'm trying to say is that if you're going to have a social media extension, like where you are beyond your website, you best believe you need to be somewhere where you could say to yourself, yeah, even if I'm not working, I could be there. I love that platform for whatever reason. Because here's the thing. If you're trying to stretch yourself like really thin and try to be everywhere, um, it's going to water you down. It's going to stress you out. It's just going to cause a lot of irritation. You just don't want to be there. So make sure that when you're on a platform you're literally on a platform you can be consistently on the platform and if you're not there consistently at least make sure you got a scheduler to make sure that you know people can regularly receive your update and your contact information okay let's talk about your contact information meaning like your email or your phone or your address now i've had way too many solicitors try to reach me because I put my address on there. So I know, I know that especially if you are in email marketing, you should be you ha- you're required by law to put some address so people can find you. So I would highly encourage you if you're going to have an address and you want to put it out there, make sure that you have your PO box address so that if they're way if they're spamming at least they're spamming your PO box address. And phone number. Um, personally, I don't believe in putting a phone number there. Um, for a lot of you guys, it's just, you know, email is just the best, but if you need a phone number, um, go get a business line. GoDaddy has a smart business line number where, um, it looks and feels like a real number. Um, um, but it doesn't, it go, it's all routed to your cell phone number, but it's a separate line altogether and you can filter out spam calls. And that's really helped me. I highly invite you to take advantage of it against GoDaddy smart line. And I know that now you can do 1-800 numbers. So that's really good for those of you guys who are in retail and you need to accept phone call, um, phone call inquiries and whatnot. So go ahead and check that out and your email. So while we're at it, let's talk about your email. 
Now, a lot of you guys who start out, you may say like, well, I'll just do like my business cutie at gmail.com or, you know, girl shop at yahoo.com. And I'm like telling you, I'm like, I'm like banging my head at the wall and going, please, please, please. If you want a business that grows, if you want a business that's successful, you need to image success. And $10, I think you can get one as cheap as like, no, not even $10 a year. Like, I think they, they range from like two to three. I think that the, the max is $10 a month. Um, for your own dedicated email and it just creates a more professional image and not only that you can get more um, features to be able to um, uh, track and monitor um, read the, whether or not people read your emails and check open rates and stuff like that so there's a lot of advantage of just plunking down the money and just getting a professional email address and not only that you can be able to kind of fill just showcase that this is just not a hobby like you're really in it so go ahead and just get an email address and again it follows the same logic that i said about your website make sure that it makes sense for your overall brand image of course it should really follow your domain so if your 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 um your website for example is sassy girl fitness make sure it it's relevant to the website like so about at fashion fassy sassygirlfitness.com or contact at sassygirlfitness.com or inquiries at sassygirlfitness.com like whatever it is make sure that it has a people understand like a really good purpose of like why that that email address is not just some some name like amy at sassygirlfitness.com it's like so people know okay if i have any contact information like she sent it contact at you know the website you're getting it you're getting it i i know i don't need to go on for this talking about this you're getting what i'm trying to say the point of this okay so this is the the meat of i'm going to be talking about is your market your market is so important but before we get into that i want to again recommend that you go on denisegeely.com i have got a great resource for you it's called five days to cash and this is a great op opportunity for you and me to talk privately about your business goals, what you want your business to do, and more importantly, what you want your business to do for you. It is under $100, I think $97 steal. Only five five days for us to talk one-on-one privately about Again, what you want your business to do, because in this, in these turbulent times, if we don't have a goal, if we don't have an idea about what we want to do, we're not going to go anywhere. So sometimes having a one-on-one coach experience can help you kind of focus and zoom in onto what really matters most to you. So go ahead and check that out. It's on DeniseGLee.com, five days to cash, because I am guaranteeing you after these five days, you are going to get some cold, hard cash in your pocket. Okay, let's get back into the episode. So market, when you're marketing, right, your marketing is, is, is different from advertising. Your marketing is a very, very specific, concerted effort about how you want to sell your stuff, not just what you want to sell, but how you want to do it. And I wish I took a moment and just in the past, if I just had to reflect and think about things, it's just think about, all right, I want to be making sure that my image is reflecting calm and peace and serenity. I want to appeal in a way that like 
capitalizes my on my skills of organization, right? And administration. But for you, it may be totally different. You need to be thinking about for yourself, like how do you want to show up? What image do you want to convey? How do you want people to recognize how you differ from anybody else? There is a book, um, um, it's kind of blue ocean strategy. You can go ahead and look it up. And one of the things about the blue ocean strategy is it's, and I'm going to kind of type this in real quick so I don't like make a typo on myself and a typo, but, um, misspeak about anything about the authors and whatnot. So yeah, it was a book by Renee Mangone and W. Chan Kim. And it, it, it's a game changer. Blue Ocean Strategy is basically like the whole atmosphere like is about trying to make yourself different from everybody else. And you have to do that by not trying to be like everybody else, but trying to find something that's a little, like open up a space that's different that nobody else is trying. And that works really well for you if you're a personal brand because everybody's unique, right? Everybody is um, special, but as a brand, like, like for example, you are um, selling your website designer, right? And like we all know like website designers are a dime a dozen, right? But this is where you do something a little different. Like for example, as a website designer, you um, are able to um, use uh, social media tools to be able to leverage on um, uh, what's currently trending in the industry of your clients. And based on that immediate feedback, you can be able to kind of customize the website a little bit different from like the standard cookie cutter template, right? Or for example, you as a website designer um, are able to be able to have dynamically changing websites um, based on some type of programming that you use. Like whatever it is, start thinking about what is something that's really different that nobody else has done or or, or attempted to do. And you can do it with ease and simplicity. You, that's part of your marketing is just getting out there and doing something a little bit different, a little bit um, unique because I think everybody is when they're trying to figure out who to purchase from, it's not enough to say, well, I've been working in this industry for 15 years and I know my stuff, right? What about you makes you different? And that's part of your marketing strategy is honing on over and over one key point, a key idea that makes you unique. That's part of a concept called your unique selling proposition, where you're able to showcase to your ideal client that there, this is this is something where I am just totally out of the box than everybody else is doing, and you need to jump on this because this is going to make or this is going to this is going to be a game changer for you. This is going this is going to be something that nobody else can find that you have with me. So hop on that. And part of your marketing is. Also, educating them about what goes in into your business and how you run your business. I think about Gary Vee. Um, he is huge on um, sharing his behind the scenes of how his, um, his, his business runs and showing him being interviewed by other people and showing how his day-to-day you know, business goes. And a lot of other people do that too. You need to think about how you want to educate your ideal clients about the 
what goes into your business because for a lot of people they want to charge high ticket right but they don't understand like what goes behind it and all the time and energy that she's spent by you kind of peeling back the curtain and showing people what that looks like that education process will go a long way and lastly your marketing strategy should also include about how people are using your information and they're rocking with it. How people are benefiting from the tools that you're able to share with them. Because again, people aren't necessarily looking to be razzled and dazzled. They want insurances that their money is being used for good. And the only way they can do that is to be able to see how the results work. And don't worry for those of you who don't have many clients or don't have many success stories. Why don't you use yourself as a success story? Why don't you showcase what you've been doing that's that's been innovative and how you've been able to transform your life, right? Through the strategies or your business through your strategies. I think a lot of people... They feel so afraid about marketing themselves because they're like, well, I don't have any clients or I don't have that much, you know, um, testimonials. Be your own testimonial. And trust me, as long as you're showing, the focus is, again, if you're educating people and you're providing good value and you're providing good resources, that will come in time. So don't be afraid or embarrassed of tooting your horn. Okay, the last spot and this um, episode. And thank you so much for staying in tune with me because I know I've got so much to share. The last one is, how do you want to monetize? How do you want to get that coin in your pocket, right? Do you want to have list your products and services on a single page? Do you want to scatter it across your website? Do you want to allow ad space, you know, on your website? Personally, I do not recommend for those of you who don't have at least what what hundred thousand or more people coming to your website to put on ad space because I just don't feel like like as you're growing your brand um you the focus is so much on yeah I want to make money but you also want people to know that first and foremost like you have information to share right and unless you don't have that steady traffic of people coming and like looking at your stuff then like there's really no reason to like just be bumbled like have people bamboozled with ads immediately as they go on their website so ad space should definitely be something down the line not necessarily something that you immediately want to throw on and i know i think with google there's rules about now about the the, the traffic um, the minimum amount of traffic before you have that ad space. So honestly, I don't know too much about that part, but I just know that as, if you're first starting out your business, you just don't want to pummel it with ads. Okay. The other thing about monetize is you need to start to think, you need to start thinking about collaboration efforts. You want to think about brands that you want to work with in the future and the types of brands that you want to work with. As your business grows, you need to constantly create excitement. And the way to constantly create excitement is to be able to um, have like new exciting endeavors or projects with other people, right? And even if you don't have collaboration now, start thinking about, yes, I, for me personally, I love working with copywriters. I love working with 
website designers or anyone in the artistic field because that just really makes sense to me not just like on a business level because it's kind of that yin yang because I'm not really that creative and so I love working with creative people and also I help complement and creating creating fresh new ideas to share with you the audience um, the people who are listening because again if we constantly if, if we're constantly keeping things fresh, we can keep excitement. If we have an excitement, we can have a steady flow of new people coming in. So that is always a good idea to keep things fresh. So always keep in mind people that you can work with. And lastly, you want to ask yourself whether or not you want to have people guest blogging or sponsored posts or, or something else where people can be able to, you can have allow people on your space to sell their content on your space. So uh, that's again, something that I think about all along, along the lines of if you're having a lot of traffic, then it just makes total sense in my mind to be allow that space where people can advertise like for example oh a special um offer from my partner who's a website designer for example and she has a $200 discount off her normally two, tw- like $2000 website right limited time deal or 50% off on this for my partner who does copywriting just for example you can do that on occasion right because again people like to snag deals people like to be able to have that discount Um, but again the focus of your website is your website that is an idea to monetize as your business as your website grows more popularity um, gets more traffic but don't let that be the focus of your website make sure that you are always the focus of your website well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I so enjoyed listening, talking with you today. If you've got any questions or comments, send me a message at hello at denisegeelee.com. And if you haven't done so already, go check me out. I'm on Instagram or on Pinterest. Send me a hello message. Let me know that you're listening and you're enjoying. And I've got another request for you if you haven't done so already and if you need help with growing your business go ahead and reach me again at denisegeelee.com i've got tons of resources check out the courses tab where i've got i've got resources for you a hundred dollars or less on how to grow your website or how to grow your business in general so go ahead and check those resources out again thank you for listening And I know great things are going to happen to your business. Stay consistent, stay positive, and wonderful things will happen. Take care and be.